The survivors have managed to rescue their cats and gathered their belongings. Now it's time for them to get to safety. That is a tall order inside a city that was once populated by millions of people. But two of them have made a plan in case of a zombie apocalypse. This is the story of our players in Outbreak Undead, part of RPG Storytime. The survivors and their cats made their way to their friend's home, the house where they had celebrated many parties, but would now be a point from which they would gather their things and escape the city to Nebraska. The house wasn't far. They lived just across the border in North Hollywood. They just hoped the three roommates would still be alive when they got there. They pulled up to the driveway and rushed up to the house. The lights were on, but the blinds were mostly shut, so they could not see inside. You think they're alive? The real question is, are they sober? One of us should probably go around to the back just in case they've been turned. Good idea. That'll be Jeff's job. We'll make the non-player character do everything. So Jeff went around back while the others got ready at the door. They all had samurai swords they had gotten from the mall. Jamie waited for Jeff to have time to get to the other side while she tested the front door. It was unlocked. When she heard the back door sliding open inside, she swung the door open and rushed inside. Tommy and Rachel rushed in behind, their swords at the ready. There was their friend Cullen, reclining on the couch, barely moving. He turned his head slowly over to Jeff, then back to the others. His eyes were glazed over, and his face was stuck in an expression of passivity, despite having several swords ready to swing at him. Oh, we're too late! Wait! Might just be stoned. This is Cullen we're talking about. Rachel cautiously approached Cullen, then stopped, and Jeff approached him, because he's the non-player character. And Cullen turned his head to him and said in a relaxed, airy tone, Hey, guys. Stoned. Stoned! He was just stoned. In fact, he had been out of it for the better part of a day. What are you guys doing here? Rachel and Jamie explained what was happening, and that they had come to implement their plan to escape to Nebraska, to which Cullen reacted, Really? You mean I missed the f***ing zombie apocalypse? Yes, they told him. God damn it! I f***ing miss everything cool! And there goes our Disney audience! Then Cullen said, Wait, I saw something about it on the TV. What happened to the TV? There was no programming, only white and black fuzz. The sign that whatever station he had been watching was out. Jamie noticed that it had been recording, so she said, Run it back to earlier today. Cullen felt around for the remote and felt it somewhere in the seat cushion. Jamie grabbed it from him to keep things moving a little faster and rewound it to earlier that day. They saw the panic, the destruction, the mass exodus of people trying to understand what was going on while they left town. The news crews didn't understand either. But one thing for certain, the freeways had gotten jammed when the monster crowds overwhelmed them and killed people in their cars. So much for escaping in Nebraska. The freeways were impassable, and the zombies wandered the side streets in unpredictable patches. That was the last thing the news had shown when it all went dark. Well, okay, there has to be more people. We've survived, so let's... Start by figuring out who's still alive. Where's Greg? As if on cue, Greg was wandering in from the hallway. His hair was unkempt, and his eyes were as fixed as Cullen's. There he is. Hi, Greg! Rachel pulled out her phone and began looking through her friends list, deciding who they should call and go to first. The electricity was still on, and who knew for how long. They should take advantage of that while they could. Jamie ran the DVR on the TV further back so she could get some sense of what happened and Tommy began looking around the place for anything else they could use as weapons. Then Jamie suddenly remembered something. Greg can't handle getting stoned. He'd fall asleep. 
Jamie turned around just in time to see Greg taking a giant bite out of Cullen's head. Cullen screamed in agony, and Greg's girlfriend also emerged from the hallway. She had the same fixed expression, and her eyes were set on Jamie. Rachel dropped her phone and went for her sword. Jeff still had his out, and he lopped off Greg's head, which flopped to the floor. Tommy had just found their roommate Nate's gun, and he shot Greg's girlfriend in the face. But just then, Jamie screamed, Duck! As she stabbed her sword toward Tommy. He ducked, and her sword stabbed into the zombie Nate, who was shambling up behind Tommy. That was all of them. All their friends they had hoped to escape to Nebraska with. And now Colin would be raising up soon as well. And there was a bigger problem. Tommy had shot the gun, which would be attracting the attention of zombies around the neighborhood. Remembering his wife Naseba, Tommy hurried outside. Naseba was there with her own samurai sword at the ready, staring down a pair of zombies that had ambled out of the backyard across the street. When he emerged from the house, one of the zombies stopped and looked directly at him. It pointed at him. Its mouth dropped and it let out a horrific sound as though straight from hell. Tommy and Naseba dropped their swords and covered their ears, the sound was so painful. The other survivors hurried out of the house to see what the terrible sound was, and they were faced with a line of other forms emerging from houses, around corners, and down the street, all converging on them. We're out of here. They hurried to the car. Tommy and Naseba stopped briefly to grab their swords. They lost another couple moments as they reconsidered whether they should grab more supplies from the house. But upon seeing Cullen's form rising in the house, they figured it would be better to get out of there. Jamie floored it, backing out of the driveway, running over a couple zombies along the way, their blood spattering across the back. Female driver, y'all, you might want to clear a path. She flipped it into drive while Tommy and Rachel opened their windows slightly and stuck their swords out. As they sped down the street, they decapitated a few zombies along the way. Let's just hope they can't come back from this or we just killed a bunch of people. They turned the corner and rushed away, hoping they could use the side roads to somehow find their way out of L.A. Join us next week to see what happens with the characters. If you'd like to see a visualization of this episode, check out our YouTube channel. The link is in the description. If you'd like to see other things written by the author of the show, you can also find that in the description. Happy gaming, everybody!